Welcome to A Jolt of Joy. Now, what exactly is love? Is love an idea? Is love an emotion or a feeling? The answer to that question is found in the Bible. Love is a person and his name is Jesus. Thank you for joining me today on the Charisma Podcast Network. This is Carol McLeod, and we're studying the book of 1 John in this life-changing Bible study entitled, All You Need Is Love. Have you ever seen God with your natural eye? Well, although it's impossible for us who are living this side of heaven to see God physically, we can see the demonstration of God in the world by the way we treat others. You don't believe that? Well, let me read to you from 1 John chapter 4, verse 12. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. The greatest demonstration of the life of God in you is the fact that you love others. God is exhibited in our ordinary lives when we choose to love others with the agape love of Jesus Christ. If the seed of God has been placed in you, then love will be produced in your life. Do you remember what 1 John chapter 3, verse 9 taught us? No one who is born of God practices sin because his seed abides in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. Listen, if you have been born of God, then the seed of agape love will be produced in your life. And although I am unable to see God with my natural and human eye, I can see him indeed when you or I love someone in the world. When you or I choose to love a person who's made in the image of God, God is demonstrated in us and through us. You see, love is not an ideal. It's a person. Love is not a feeling. It's a person. And his name is Jesus Christ. 1 John chapter 4, verses 13 through 15. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. We have seen and testify that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. Okay, here we go now. If you confess that Jesus is the Son of God, then God lives in you and you live in God the Father. And if the God who is identified as love abides in you, then love abides in you. There are no excuses that you could possibly come up with that excuse you from loving a difficult person. God lives in you. He abides in you. And his name is love. 1 John four sixteen. We have come to know and have believed the love which God has for us. God is love. And the one who abides in love abides in God and God abides in him. Now, in this verse, in 1 John 4, 16, my friend, that's a lot of abiding and a lot of loving. Well, let me break it down for you. 
You know, just truthfully, I am not very good at loving difficult people. I am much better at judging them, at ignoring them, at just being cool to them. But the more that I abide in Christ, which might I just say is my very favorite thing to do, the more loving I become. My choice to abide in Christ makes me into someone that I could never, ever be on my own. And I want to be like Jesus. I don't want to be like Carol. I want to be like Jesus. I want to have the capacity to love like Jesus loves. I don't want to love with the limited love of Carol. So how do I get from being Carol to being more like Christ? Now, that's a great question, and I'm so glad that you asked it. The way I get from here to there, the way I get from being like Carol to being like Christ is by abiding in Christ. It's by hanging out with Him. It's by reading His Word and by praying for more strength and saying, Jesus, I can't do this on my own. I need your love flowing through me. I don't have enough love in my own strength. It's by worshiping Jesus on good days and on bad days. How do I get from here to there? How do I become less like Carol and more like Christ? Well, it's by staying in an attitude of humble prayer and not embracing an attitude of haughty judgment. It's by thinking about God and by meditating on Christ, and it's by asking the power of the Holy Spirit to fill me up every day. How do I become less like me and more like Christ? Well, by practicing righteousness, by resting in Him and by choosing to be with Him, and by listening for His voice. You know, if you do those things, you will soon notice that you are loving that difficult person who used to drive you absolutely crazy. If you do those things that I just listed, you will soon notice that you are less judgmental and much more compassionate and caring. You see, abiding in Christ is an absolute prerequisite to being a person who is filled with the agape love of Jesus Christ. 1 John 4, 17, by this, love is perfected with us so that we may have confidence in the day of judgment because as he is, so also are we in this world. So this verse tells us that love is perfected in us when we choose to abide in in Christ. Now remember that he planted his seed in you so that he could be in this world through your life. We are here to be loving because his seed of love is in us. We are here in this world to be patient because his seed of patience has been planted in us. We are here in this cruel and reckless environment to be merciful and forgiving because his seed of mercy and forgiveness has been planted inside of us. We are his ambassadors. We go about representing him and his nature and his personality and his kingdom. We are not here to give our opinion or to be bold in our personality. We are here to represent the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. This is the entire reason that you are alive, is to represent Christ and his kingdom. You are here today to be Jesus to a world in pain 
pain and sin. You are here today to be Jesus to a lonely and cold place. You are here today to be his hands and feet and to be his heart in a hateful and polluted atmosphere. You are here to carry the character of Jesus Christ. 1 John 4.18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves punishment and the one who fears is not perfected in love. Listen, if you don't have a favorite verse yet in 1 John, you should consider this one. You should think about embracing 1 John 4.18 as your new all-time favorite verse. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear because fear involves punishment and the one who fears is not perfected in love. So this word fear is the Greek word phobimai, and it means alarm or fright, or terror. How many of you listening today have a problem with fear? Do you know what the treatment for a problem with fear is? It's more of Jesus, because his perfect love should cast out every fear that comes your way. He loves you, so there is no reason to be afraid. He cares about you. What is there to fear this side of heaven? If you knew his love, if you were truly abiding in him, then fear would run away from you because God's perfect love and fear are mutually exclusive. They cannot abide in the same place. They cannot abide in the same human body because the greater God abides in you and he leaves no room for fear in your life. There's no room for fear in your life because God's love has filled every crevice of your human heart. Every nook and cranny that was formerly occupied with fear is now filled to overflowing with God's great, unmatchable, unchanging, magnificent, all-consuming, and undeserved love for you. The motto, the theme song of our lives is this, I used to be afraid, but now I'm filled with God's love for me. I am afraid no longer. I used to be worried. I was formerly terrified, but now I'm loved. Now I'm filled with love. Now I'm overflowing with love toward my world. All the dangers that come my way, all the variables of living life on planet earth, all of the unknown that I might face is surrounded and washed away by God's great love for me. I am wrapped up in God's love. What is there to be afraid of? God has been to your future and your future is good because he is good and he is love. 1 John 4.19, we love because he first loved us. Listen, if you don't have a favorite verse yet, you should consider this one. This is a one-line, seven-word summary of Christianity that is placed in that infamous nutshell. We love because he first loved us. This verse is not grandiose or theologically profound, but it is all of life in seven perfect 
words. If you want to know what God's will for your life is, it is found in 1 John 4.19. We love because He first loved us. He was the one who initiated the greatest love in all of recorded history. You are the beloved in the greatest love story that has ever been told. It started in the Garden of Eden, and it will only be complete when you climb up unto His loving and gracious lap and throw your arms around His neck. Thank you for joining me today on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I'd like to encourage you to visit my website at www.justjoyministries.com. It is my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. You can contact me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.